Welcome to Brother to Brother, a podcast that's part therapy, part tongue-in-cheek, and all real talk. Per usual, we ask that you subscribe, rate, and review. Share with your friends, your enemies, your frenemies, the people you want to be cool with, the people you hate. People you don't know. People you don't even know. It's like, yo, put on the side of the bathroom. Exactly. Carve it in with a knife. Who's carving on the toilet? That other voice you heard was my brother from the same mother. Yes, I say it way too much, I know, but no one's giving me any other options. Uh, I'm talking about Reggie, a.k.a. Hedonis. How you doing, bro? I'm doing just fine. So, uh, we are going to do a real quick episode. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Lots of things going on, but also not a lot going on. So, we're going to get into it quickly, but first we're going to start, as usual, with the Carson Corner. Still no bumper. Probably not going to get a bumper for this show either. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it'll come. It'll come eventually. It'll come. Uh, pretty quiet weekend. Pretty quiet week for me so far. Um, I know we, at least between the two of us, we went to the castle, which is a bar, a gaming bar, video, not video game, a board game bar, board game bar yeah. uh, near where we live. And we did that to celebrate your birthday. How was yeah. that? It was fun. Uh, the service was garbage. It always is. It really no, always I, is. You said, I, maybe it's just because I haven't been there enough, but like the few times I've been there, I've been there maybe four or five times. This service has been typically good, but like this time, like I wanted to order something to eat and like we just ordered drinks and they're like, yeah, we're going to order drinks, maybe try and, because we decided to play a board game that we never played before, Fallout. And we were like, well, let's try it. Let's just order drinks, try and set this thing up, learn how to play this game, and then we'll get dinner or lunch or, or, or dinner, rather, or a meal or something. And then they just never came back for the food. And Well, it took forever to get... Actually, they were fast on our drink orders and fast right. on the appetizers. But then they just disappeared, which is what always happens. They have... And I said this because when we walked in, the hostess was like, sorry, uh, you know, here's your table. Uh, we have a new person. Please bear with us. We're training them. And I said, you know, every single week it feels like we're they're training somebody new. I mean, I get it. Be- well, the reason I can understand that is because I, I wonder how their tip thing works. Because, like, whenever I, I mean, I tip when I, I pay out. But I don't know if that's actually going to the server. It does. Okay. Yeah, definitely goes to them. I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue is that, like, you know, they get a lot of college kids who probably, they don't get a lot of foot traffic. So, you know, yeah. like, you get a dedicated clientele, but it's not like it's constantly busy. So if you're like a college kid who needs a job that really pays well, you're not going to stay around there long. That's true. But, yeah, I mean, they're good. Food is good. Yeah, cook's good. Kitchen's great. Uh, little and overpriced. I'm really le- well, of course, it's overpriced, of course. I'm just, listen, not... you shouldn't be paying $3 for a pickle and getting... That pickle thing was... And getting six pickles. That's I was like, I can't believe you paid for that. I was like, that's ridiculous. It was like, cut two pickles in half, if that. No, I was like... Was maybe a pickle. Easily three half clossons that they basically cut in half. But, like, definitely not enough. You, it's paying three bucks, maybe even three ninety nine. you easily could get... A jar of pickles for the price. Right, and then, I mean, that's the that's what you pay when you get, at, you know, restaurant markup, you know, because, like, yeah, it'd be cheaper for you to just buy some fries and throw some cheese on it if you wanted chili cheese fries, you know. But the point is, the markup shouldn't be so, it, well, you should at least get a decent amount of food for what you're paying. Yeah, it's like, like airport markup without, it's like airport markup and the Whopper's smaller. 
Right, exactly. You're like, what the fuck? You, you hit me twice now. Yeah, because like those pickles, anybody that buys a pickle is buying a jar for like the next month. You know, I mean, it's like the price per the price. Yeah, yeah, the price. Put, the the markup is, is like, is, is yeah, it's ridiculous. Fucking. Like, if you bought those pickles and you you bought them, you bought pickles for everybody that wants. Yeah, you know, the it's only like, thing that really is worth it is. It's the, the, the unlimited popcorn. popcorn. Yeah. yeah. You know, it comes flavored and plain popcorn, cinnamon sugar, which is not that great. Not enough cinnamon and sugar. Actually, I think it's just, a, I liked it. No, not I enough. did. It's not, it's not overbearing with the cinnamon and I sugar. I want that. If I'm getting cinnamon sugar popcorn, I don't I, want I like, light fucking cinnamon sugar. I liked sugar. it. That I it's... want cinnamon fucking sugar. But like, I mean, their food is, I've enjoyed it. Um... I had once one of the, like a grilled cheese with chicken or whatever and tomato. It was really good and worth the price for me. Is but it, yeah, I, oh, at the same time though, I haven't had one of their burgers. Yep, which is like fourteen or fifteen dollars. Thirteen dollars and it's and it's, I can't, can't believe, imagine. I yet, can't imagine it's, it's worth that price, yet. especially when you have AW Burgers, which is right down the street from yeah. there. Which for thirteen dollars, you can get a solid fucking burger. Right. Um, but again, I got we go there because you know you want to you want to keep them in business. You want it's nice. Yeah, cause it's, I like the place and I yeah. like their their attitude. Like I went there for lunch with uh, Sean and Arande, and I mean, there's I like sarcastic people, and they're very sarcastic at times. I mean, they're just chitting, chatting, and they gave me a free um, star dick from for magic, which I think I'm going to try and get into. So you know, like. I'll go back. Yeah. Yeah, I like the place. Yeah. I want to support small business, and it's nice seeing them on uh, on Rantoul, so I'll, yeah. I will definitely still be going. And truth be told, I like it better than Big Bar. Well, I won't go that far. Big Bar has better beer, better food for a better price margin, and the games I would rather play than But And that's the thing. Like, I, I'm not a big drinker, so the, the I don't really care for... Like, I, I don't need the... You know, so that's not really there for me. And then the food is... A, like, I like their te- Tetris Tots, but those, those are just tater tots. They're still fucking delicious. Yeah, they're delicious, but they're just tater tots. They're delicious, and their nachos... And, and their games are kind of old, like... Yeah, they haven't done a good job. Um, I'd like to see what their fall-winter rotation looks like, but I do like that they're adding more pinball machines and getting rid of yeah, some of their shitty ones. Pinball. Well, just I like pinball. I like pinball. I, I don't suck. I'm a pinball wizard. Uh, I don't think so, because if you're a pinball wizard, pinball you wouldn't be... Pinball wizard. You wouldn't be done with it. That's why I'm done with it. I'm so good at it. Yeah, that's definitely not true. I'll beat you. You know what? I'm going to have a pinball tournament. I'm going to kick your ass all, all ways. Uh, what happened last time Sunday? we had a video game um, matchup, You know what? Huh? <laughs> Who's got their face stomped? You stomped my face with, what was it, X-Men versus Marvel? Yep. Marvel vs. Capcom. Marvel vs. Capcom? Yeah. Beat that ass. Yeah, you did. Beat that ass. And speaking of beating that ass, uh, this last Sunday was the Manchester Derby between uh, my the team I love, Manchester United, the Red Devils, and Manchester City, our hated rivals, those assholes. Uh, champions from last year, we beat them 2-1 in a very spirited game. And Manchester won on my, on my birthday. They did. Double win for you. Um, so it's, it's been a nice rebound for a team that has been struggling for about four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but specifically this year, losing games that they just shouldn't be. I'm hoping that this will be the momentum that will carry them through the rest of the season and into the top four. They're currently in fifth place off the last spot, uh, in Europe for Europe, uh, by only five points. And they luckily play that team one more time. So 
they have the, a game in hand and game in hand and the ability to catch them. They just gotta not fuck up any. Mm. Um, but again, another team that won this week, and I'm just highlighting because it's very rare that all my teams win in one week. Uh, Duke went two and zero this week, and including knocking off Michigan State. I, I should say last week. And my Packers beat the lowly Washington um, Slurs. Team from Washington, as they say. Um, and that was great. They should have beat the bricks off of them, but an ugly win is a win, nonetheless. Would would um, sportscasters ever just start calling them the team from Washington? Many or? sportscasters do. Um, there oh, are really? some sportscasters basically said, I'm not going to say that term anymore. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they either will just say Washington or they'll say the team from Washington. Um and is this going to be the thing where once this guy, the, their GM, passes on the, the owner zone? passes? He's not going to die for a long time. Oh, he's like in his early fifties, mid fifties. Oh, he's so very healthy. He ain't dying. They're going to be the team from Washington for, for a long time. time. It's really dumb. Just change the name and get all that. You can then you get to have people buy new jerseys. Yeah, you know. But you know, rich white people like to keep things the way it is. That's what it all comes down to. Last but not least, uh, new season of Fantasy Movie League, and this year we changed things up. Uh, we're closing the screens on Tuesday at mm-hmm. midnight, which is awesome, because then people can't just copy the expert picks, which has been happening. But the problem is that when you first like sign in, like it's hard to get to the place where you need to pick your own screens. Yeah, they do make it. They're like, are you sure you don't want us to pick your own right. phone? And, Check out the computer, and that's the thing. Like once you once uh, it opens up on Monday night, you start out, and they're like, "These are the eight picks that we think are gonna be do the best." And it's like, yeah, but that, that's not the same as it was last year. I, 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 I mean, because more more often than not, those picks are just the most popular movies and the ones right, that just came right, out. Right, they're right, not right. real. It's not an educated pick the way it is. By the time it comes out Thursday and Friday, where they mm. have like pre-sale tickets for the weekend and you know the number of theaters and all that i'll other say bullshit. this i think in one of the because i'm in like three different leagues uh, not that i really care but i think i'm going to start picking just a top pick in one league and just see how far that goes hmm. just have that be your uh, control basically yeah, yeah I, that's basically what I, I i don't really do that i have i'm also in three leagues so although the cinema chat is the only one i actually right, care, that's about. The only one I care about but i do like to see um you know the different ways you can build. And even in those leagues, I don't use the expert choices. It's just, mm-hmm. if you're using expert choices, why are you even playing? Yeah. Like, I don't see the point of that. And I know... I, I wish, I kind of wish that they didn't even have expert choices. I know that's just not how things are done. But, like, I guess it's different with, like, any other fantasy type thing because there is a... I know that there's a formula in fantasy sports. Not really. It, well, okay. I don't know. I like there is. I, I've seen people who are like on um, what those fan, the professionals, yeah. Things. So the thing about that is the reason why I think this is different is like you but, only get to pick from like eight movies, right? Like, but like that's why I'm movies. saying like that the formula is easier to to manage on fantasy movie league because there are only eight movies and yeah. there's only certain ways you can play it. And luck, that's the thing. Luck will play a part in fantasy football, baseball, basketball, the way it yeah. does in the fantasy movies. Like, there's not a movie that's going to get injured in the first quarter. Right, exactly. And I, Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. Because, like, you can reliably predict how much something's going to pull in. And if you lose in fantasy movie league, if there's an upset, it's because all of a sudden everybody decided to go see 
Queen and Slim, and like, why is everybody seeing Queen and Slim this weekend? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's the only upset you're gonna get. Or not only that, it's not even so much people are gonna go see Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim's only in a few theaters, right? It's in 500 theaters instead of being in 2,000 theaters, yeah. And it made four million dollars. Yeah, well, four million dollars out of 500 theaters is a huge cash grab right. versus 20 million dollars out of 3,000 theaters. Exactly. So the like you said, the margins are much smaller and easier to control. And but Reg finished the first week, third place. Yeah, uh, only four point nine million off, which mm-hmm. is basically nothing. I'm in seventh place, um, a shy over eight million off, which again is really not that much. Yeah, you win a week and then you could be right, right. right and that's back what there. I like about what, the way we're doing it now because. A bad week now is going to be much more important than because, like before, you could, if you were playing the expert picks, then you know all you had to, the only thing you could do was win by the tiebreaker or hope somebody diverted or you diverted and hoped it played out. Mm-hmm. And like that's just that's that's lame. Or you had one more best movie than somebody else, yeah. like that, and so that gives you that extra bonus in the win now. Because I mean, there were some weeks where. There were like five people with identical screens, and the only reason somebody was on top was because their tiebreaker was better. Exactly, and that's that's the reason why I almost quit because I was just like, "Why are that's we?" Why even, I did quit. I'm like, "Why are we weeks. doing this? This is this is ridiculous." Yeah, I didn't give I didn't give a fuck about last season. Yeah, I mean that's why I quit because I was like, because I, I know it's important to Brent and all that, but like I was like, I could just. And that's the thing, like, I just went with the expert thing for for a season just to see if anybody even called it out. I know it was calling it out. And then towards the end of the season, everybody had the same screens. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm not coming back to this. And that's the reason why, at the end, I started just showing the top screens mm-hmm. and then with the expert picks right beneath it. And then everyone tried to act like they weren't using the right. expert picks, which I think is fucking bullshit. Like, listen... Because of the thing, like, if, when I did get called out, I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. And if you win, whatever. Just don't act like you won, honestly, or yeah. act like you, like, oh, I just saw, no, I just wrote up, no, no. You yeah. picked the expert picks. That's the reason why you had mm-hmm. the exact identical picks through the entire season, so. But luckily, that's done, and I think this Carson Court's done as well. Yeah. It's time to get into the news and see what's going on. What's going on? 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 We're going to go through, per usual, the uh, Trump stuff first, get the shitty tastes out of our mouth. Um, articles of impeachment were announced. Uh, two articles of impeachment, obstruction of justice. What was the other one? Um, what something with bribery? Congress. Oh, no, abuse no. of power. Abuse. Uh, yeah, obstruction of justice. Uh, no, it was obstruction of Congress and abuse, and abuse of, of power. power. Um, which again, in a normal court, normal society, quote unquote, normal society, they, these would be slam dunks. But once we all know that once it gets to the Senate, it's probably dead on arrival. Oh, they'll do a farce of a trial. Yeah, because and and this is the thing that people have been talking about, and one of the areas that makes me so pissed off when I think about the news is the fact that people just refuse to to say the right thing. The news media, because they want to, they want ratings and they want to be able to regurgitate and they don't want to offend viewers. Um, instead of just saying that these Republicans are going to pick party over uh, Liberty 
our country and morals. Mm-hmm. You know, they're dancing around. It's like, well, we don't know. They may have different opinions. They may read the facts. Instead of saying they're going to rehash already disproven uh, conspiracy theories, they're talking about they have differences of opinion. Right. This isn't different of opinion. This isn't. I mean, this is one plus one equals two, and they're saying it somehow equals three. Well, if you look at it from the right way, you know, one plus one might be five. And you're just right. like, no, no, it's not. It's not. And, 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 I mean, you have Ted Cruz out here saying he believes that Ukraine w- was uh, involved in influencing our election. It's like, you know, no, you don't believe that, Ted Cruz. You don't I'm believe sorry. it. Exactly. You don't believe it. None of you guys believe this. You all know that. See, I wish they would just come out and say what he did was wrong, but it's not worthy of removal. That's a better stance than... He was trying to actual was, right. uproot corruption, corruption trying to or, fight against or he, he like, or he did nothing wrong, period. Yeah. And, you know? and that's the thing. is like when we have this type of leadership, it's no wonder why everything's burning and everything's on fire. Um, But that's what's going on really impeachment news. Obviously, there was some testimony in the And then on house. top of it, Giuliani's in fucking Ukraine. He was in the Ukraine. Yeah. It was like... You're in being impeached and investigated for messing around with the Ukraine and, and for corruption in the Ukraine. And you send your dude over there to do it more in front of everybody. It's like Trump has his his belief that if he does it in public, that it's okay. He's just showing his ass to the world, and everyone's just letting him fucking do it. That's why I'm glad he got laughed at. Yeah, fucking idiot. Um, speaking of that, Trump did come back from the. Uh, NATO summit early because he got laughed at. Right. Which makes sense. I mean, like, finally the world has had enough of his bullshit and people just aren't trying to appease him anymore because they realize that for right or wrong, you know, trying to be this guy's friend is not going to result in him being a better leader or him making better deals as your ally or supporting you or treating you even well. Like, this guy does whatever the last person told him or whatever pops into his mind at any minute. And so now people are just laugh, openly laughing at him. I mean, yeah. like North Korea's uh, Kim Jong-un called him, what, a uh, heedless yeah. old man? Like, every, you have literally strongmen, dictator dudes who can't feed their people laughing at you. You know what? I think everyone has been saying that this century is going to belong to China. And, like, this is... First, this is how it starts. And I, I mean, I've been on record since in my humble opinion days that I am a, for the most part, an isolationist. I don't like the fact that we march around the global, around the globe like foot soldiers and, and you know, colonists and, and things like that. And I, I hate it. And I have no problem with somebody else kind of being the global power because it means we're not going to be involved in all these stupid ass wars and stupid ass places stupid ass things oh we will but no because like i don't think that's true anymore i think we're what we're seeing with turkey and with china once they figure out this hong kong thing and how to move past that and how to be on a global stage without people constant because everybody looks at them as an authoritarian people and nobody wants to let them helm things and run things because nobody wants their government once they figure out how to be democratic ish and i think that's what they're gonna have to go to they can't i, I think they they I can't they the, the reason why they can't is because their system doesn't allow it because they that's the reason why they can't go to capitalism yeah because to go to capitalism they have too many people yeah that's the problem that's the reason why i've always said china is a paper tiger but but uh, they got too many people mm-hmm 
So um, that's the reason why they have to repress people. Because if yeah. everyone was looking around and being like, why don't we have jobs? Why don't I have a job like the people in the city? That's the reason why they literally repress people and keep them out in the countryside. Because right. if they didn't, they'd have to build Beijing's all over the place. They don't have the money for that. And they don't have enough money for people to come from the country to Beijing. They don't have enough jobs for it. Like, mm. And that's the thing. Like like I said, once they figure it out. It, it, because, I but, but I was, I was just saying, like, I have no problem seeing America become like England or, or Germany. Germany? Or oh France. my God, I would love that shit. Let us you be know, Germany. I would love to be, uh, you know, sitting back. And letting somebody else kind of... I mean, I'm, I'm for it. it. But, like, is this the way I pictured it happening? No. But I'm okay with it, if, kind of, if it does. I I think the reason why it won't happen is because we're too built on... Like, our military-industrial complex, it always requires a... It requires a war. It requires a battle. Hello, Farah. That's Farah that you guys hear right Do you now. hear the tappity-tap-tap? Okay, calm Here's down. The one. Calm down. All right, come on, go, go, go back go to your bed. Go, 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 go to bed. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't see it. I think our military, our economy thrives on war. Right, but that's what I'm saying because I think we're, we're 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 coming to a point where capitalism is coming to a head, and we're gonna have to become socialist ish. And they'll burn the building down first. They will try. They will try to find as they will try and find ways to make capitalism go as long as it can. But we've come to the end of the capitalism experiment, and it, it's going to be a point where either they're going to make make capitalism more socialist, like a social capitalism world type thing, or people are going to like it's going to come to a point where people are going to have to lose heads. That's yep. really all those By the time it gets to the point where heads should have been cut off, it will be long gone. Everything will have burned. People will be... Like, at that point, it will be one of those... For there to be an economic revolution in this country outside of, like, a Bernie Sanders progressive movement, it'll come at the edge of a knife and something no, terrible happens. He, when another thing, dust bowl happens. Right, this is what... That's what I mean. Because what's going to end up happening... You have all these concentrated wealth amongst these certain groups of individuals, Right. And all these other jobs being replaced by automation and things like that. So you're either going to have to give everybody a living, not necessarily a living wage, but some sort of social loan to keep them afloat and keep them happy. Or people are just going to be like, you know what? Jeff Bezos got to die. This is ridiculous. No. No, Reds, no. I, I think so. They'll take their shit and they'll move somewhere else. They'll build a place where we can't get to and they'll just let us kill each other off and then come back when it, it does Okay, I see what you're saying. I don't think Elysium ever happens. I See, I don't think Elysium happens, but I think when everything goes to shit, it's not going to be anything anyone sees Because coming. this is why I say that, because all it takes is a bad hurricane season that's all it's going to take no. and here's why it's no, got to no, be no, something no, no, that no, no, affects no. everyone but that's my point a bad hurricane season could bankrupt america i don't think so think about it what happened in houston and stuff now imagine if what happened in houston happened in houston it happened in florida happens in florida and then new orleans goes underwater too that's, that's don't let them starve that's right don't let them starve they'll try to move them out and stuff and people like okay enough is this Enough of this. What makes you think enough is enough? Our protests last weeks now, if that. The last time we had a real chance to make a movement of a protest was Occupy Wall Street. Because here's the thing. And they poisoned it. Let me finish. They poisoned that. Right. Now, we protest when the weather's nice. But here's the thing, though. All it takes is for the people... Well, it takes a little 
people on the left they and will the right never, to be like, no. yo. Because I, I think that's what we're seeing now with the left is that we're looking at it now and basically we just need people on the right to, to, to figure shit out, you know? And, and I think, but, they won't. but here's the thing. This is why I think it can and might happen and will happen is because you see these farmers getting fucked over and I'll, some of them have convinced themselves that it's okay, but for the most part, they know that it's not okay. But you know, and all it takes is for one day for them to all be like, okay, this is not right. Those miners, they're pissed off. They know it's not okay. That's one mining group out of hundreds in West Virginia and Kentucky. That's the thing. These are all small changes mm-hmm. everyone wants to talk about. We're never going to have an anti-war movement like there was in Vietnam. We'll never well, have because... another civil rights movement because people are okay. complacent. People are happy until their shit falls apart. And when their shit falls apart, everyone just looks at them and says, I'm glad it's not me, and keeps mm-hmm. on going on with their day. It, Like I say, when shit happens, when shit goes crazy... It's not going to be some economic bubble that bursts. I mean, it may be in a recession and then a natural disaster happens. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something we don't see coming. A pandemic. Um, an earthquake on the East Coast. The big one finally hits California. By the time that shit happens, it's going to be too late. It's already too late. I think a natural disaster that... that a would... die off a of fish. It's already too late. No, what I'm saying is it's, it will take a natural... Yes, it will take a natural disaster. It will take something to happen that can't be easily spread or wrong among that you know like if california burns it just keeps burning and then the millions of people have to start moving elsewhere and there's no place for them to go yeah shit like that is what i'm red saying red states will just laugh at them no. that's what you get california and you know that's what's gonna happen look what happened when sandy hit when, when hurricane sandy hit new york and new jersey and everyone's like, all those red states were like oh that's what you get blue states that's what you get and then boom Florida and Houston, all those places get hit, and people held up aid for Houston and Louisiana and all that stuff because they remember what happened when right, Sandy but, hit. Like, that will keep happening. There's not. I, I would love to believe that there's a breaking point where people will get their heads point, out of though. their asses. That's what but I'm I, saying. But my point is, it may when it happens, it may be too late to keep the country together. No, no, I don't think so. I, I don't think the country breaks along. It doesn't break along red and blue state it break it breaks along rich and that's why that's why the voting records that's why the people in power the rich are always against solidarity amongst the poor like oh i get it you know because once they realize that the minute that we're like oh we're not the we shouldn't be fighting each other but how long has that mess been going on forever right i know i'm saying it that's why i'm saying like the left i hate um pat ourselves on the back but i mean the left are smarter about this. At the same time, we're caught up in the red, blue state stuff too. Yeah, listen. Except this, for people like Bernie Sanders. This, that's, why they, uh, that's why they hate him. That's why they fear him. Okay. This, this election, I'm telling you, this election is going to be like Nancy Pelosi. As long as Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell and all these names who are fucking over their populace mm-hmm. while getting rich continue to be reelected, it doesn't matter. Until we get Citizens United overturned, money will make it so that good people are unable to raise the funds to to survive. And speaking along that line, look at the DNC. Now, we didn't get to talk about this because literally we recorded and then the I next know, day... I know, the next day Kamala Harris dropped out. out. So this is old news. But she, has, she and Cory Booker have one point that is very true. It's nearly impossible... 
for people, for regular candidates to survive in the way it is without taking big money. With the exception of Bernie, and Bernie is the, he is the exception to the rule. He's the exception to the rule. Um, Warren takes money from PACs. Biden takes no, money from PACs. She takes money from big organizations. They're not technically PACs, but they're fucking PACs. She's taking money from that. And she said, she hasn't said that, oh, well, you know, I might take it in the general election. AKA she she's should. Going to take it she should election. take it in the general election. Bernie should take it in the general election, too. No, don't. You don't sell your allegiances. That's, well. Yeah. Tell me how you're going to take those money from those people and not owe them something. That's the way it works in politics. Everybody else, that's the only way they're surviving. Now, granted, Booker and, and, and Kamala Harris, the reason why they didn't survive or aren't surviving in Booker's And, and that's the case, problem I have with Booker candidates. and Kamala Harris and, and even Castro to a certain extent. Like, they're complaining that the DNC stage is all white, and that's a problem. Agreed to a certain extent. In a, in a party that is very diverse, it's, it does suck that the only people up there are all white. That being said... They were shitty fucking candidates from jump. Especially Kamala Harris. Well, not Kamala Harris. Well, yes. her problem was she didn't have a... She on, didn't have an answer for her On record. paper, on paper, Kamala Harris could have been... She could have gone the Obama route. She should be in there and she should be number three on paper. The problem is... Four. No. She's not better no, than Biden. She's better than Biden on, on paper. Not on she paper, could, no way. If she had been able, if she had found a way to reach out to the black community and gotten the black vote, then she could have gotten the woman vote. Then the problem is, her problem is she didn't have an answer for being top cop. That's her problem. If she had found a way to answer that, instead she shied away from it. She danced around it. She you d- denied it. And then it was like, there are things that she's done that are just inexcusable. Well, yeah, inexcusable. They're inexcusable, but they're not spinnable. Unspinnable, rather. Yeah. You could have spun those things. She could have. And people would have been willing to do go with it if they thought she could win. I think her biggest problem is the fact that she had a slogan for every month. Not just a slogan for every month. She, she, you know why I always said she was Hillary Clinton? 2.0 because the two things that are at the root of their problems mm-hmm. and at their campaigns are that they are inauthentic yes. and it's not hard to see yeah. they don't know how to hide their problems they try to hide them but they don't know how to instead of just being instead of just acknowledging and saying i fucked up in my past i made mistakes in my past which is the thing like any politician who cannot admit that they've done something wrong, that is a person who should not be in office. Yeah. That's the reason why Joe Biden shouldn't be in office. That's the reason why Hillary Clinton never should have been in office. And you have these issues of, like, people who are inauthentic. Like, Michael Bloomberg going to black churches talking about, I should not have done something for Right. We know the and fuck why you're saying that, bro. really. You know I'm mean? Saying that he made a mistake or something. Like, say, not saying that I tried that to push back against right. it. And like, no, you didn't. And then on top of it, after Stop and Frisk stopped, crime went down. down. Exactly. And and that, I think, is the problem with so many uh, of, like, these candidates. Um, like, like... Another candidate, Tulsi Gabbard, has basically said that she's not, again, has said she's not going to take part in the debate whether she um, qualifies or not. Which, you know, who fucking cares, Tulsi? You're, what are you at, 3%, 2%? Yeah. The only reason she got a bump is because Clinton was dumb and, and spoke up and had something to say. Yeah, I disagree with that. She's, Tulsi no, Gabbard, that's no. why she got the bump. No, Tulsi Gabbard has had, she would have qualified anyway. She's had, 
she has a dedicated group of people who are donating to her campaign. I do not understand why. Um, but the thing about it is, like, again, Tulsa Gabbard, someone who cannot admit that, A, she didn't call um, Assad a dictator and still has a problem doing that. Yeah. Like, there's just so many flawed candidates right now. And here's the thing. It's like, if you, some of these people just lie. Say what you don't believe so that people can hear it, you know? Like, exactly. I, and, and, like, and I'm not saying I want a politician as honest with me, but I, so this is me talking on both sides of my mouth because I do want a politician as honest with me. But I think there's also something that is flawed with you if you can't just, if you are that ambitious and you can't just be like, you know what, I'm going to say what people need to hear right now. If you can't read, that's what it is. Read the room. You can't read the room. If you can't read the room, I have a problem with you. Not only that, if you can't redirect your own path, yeah. like if you believe this is the chosen path and it's the only way you can walk, then that speaks to a person who's, in, who's not flexible yeah. and someone who doesn't know how to adapt. That's not someone you want in office. I'm not saying I want someone who will lie to me. We have that with Trump. Yeah. That what means, I'm saying is... That means if you're on playing Oregon Trail, you're going to ford the river every time. Every no single matter time. The fact that you keep losing meat and you keep losing supplies, you're going to keep fording that fucking river. You see a bridge, you see a ferry right down the road, and you're like, nope, we're fording this bitch. Yeah. You're like, but we lost three people last time. We're fording this bitch. And that's the, that's the thing about it. Like, I don't understand why these people aren't listening to their PR people or to their communications people. I don't know what it is, but it reeks of what I think is the deadliest sin, which is pride. And you cannot yeah. get out of your own way to adapt that's the reason why whenever i hear someone talk about Klobuchar or any of these uh, like even Buttigieg, i'm just like yeah Buttigieg has got all kinds of wrong. and it pisses me off that Buttigieg isn't even a, a name in this race listen uh, according to the new monmouth poll that came out uh yesterday Buttigieg is pulling behind harris that doesn't make sense yeah. actually he's got five percent harris is six percent and she dropped out. Um, Which, you know, I mean, I hate to, again, talk... Because I would, would never support Harris. But it, it does... There is part of me that's really kind of mad. Like, I guess two things can be true at once, you know. Because there is part, part of me that is... When she dropped out, I was kind of angry at the fact that somebody as qualified as her has to drop out of this race. But somebody like Pete Buttigieg can somehow stay in this race. Because and I know it has to do with her organization mostly. Also, I mean, that's really what it is. But also, but, he's a well. He comes from wealth. He has connections to wealth. He yeah. lobbied for all kinds. Of, he just released his uh, list of, of companies he lobbied for. That dude is. There's a reason why he has more billionaire. Yeah, supporters. And, 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 than anybody and that's else. the thing, though. It, it takes me off that knowing all this thing, all this. He's still popular enough to still be in there. Mm-hmm. And, and, Air quotes. Well, I popular. guess air quotes popular. He's popular in white spaces in the Midwest. Yeah, that's the reason why. And I just, I just hate the fact that it's because he is a poster child for white male privilege, and it pisses me off that he's there. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be it for politics right now. Uh, again, there's lots of stuff going on. Keep your head on the swivel. Look around. I would uh, give the K High, uh, aka Kamala Harris's fans, um, a little bit of time. They are very upset right now yeah uh, i had one say it was a uh anti-bernie which i, I mean i love everyone loves a hate on bernie but an anti-bernie bernie bro um conspiracy to turn black people away from kamala, kamala harris by saying spreading the rumor that she's a cop 
and she never said that. And then as soon as I put literally <laughs> put a video clip of her calling herself the top cop of California, I got called a, a, a neoliberal and then was blocked. <laughs> um, so I'd give them a few. I'd give them a, maybe a couple of weeks. Maybe start in January, try and go and talk to them, because right now they may. Yeah, they may. They may. Um, just a few things we wanted to cover before we really get into some real good talk. Um, there was an eruption in the White Islands in New Zealand. Uh, so far, six people have been confirmed dead. Um, they expect that to go much higher. Um, How much higher? Because I keep hearing that there was a high death toll, and then, like, oh, there was such a high death toll, and then someone was like, yeah, six people died already. Well, only 30 people were about on the island, so if all 30 people die, that's as far as percentage-wise. You know, it's, I mean, okay. 14 people are missing, so if those all show up dead, plus the six who have already been confirmed, that's 20%. So that's 66%. So I'm just saying, percentage-wise, as far as it goes, it's pretty high. Um, France still protesting. They had a day of protests, um, a general strikes, basically shut down everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might be the that might be happening for the next few weeks. Um, basically, trying to hit Macron and his um, lackeys and such. Uh, with the Christmas season coming on, many people are fearful of how the hit is going to uh, affect tourism and such. Um, last but not least, for the real terrible shit, um, shootings. Shooting, shooting, shootings. It's America. Uh, they released uh, two videos of two different um, California police um, departments, um, police-involved shooting. One including a heinous, heinous act where, after a high-speed chase, a guy rolled out of the car, and it's disputed whether or not he picked up a gun or not. But either way, while running, he was away, running away, he was shot in the back by an officer who fired 13 times at him, hitting him eight times. The officer literally got out of his car, shot him, emptied his clip, hitting him eight times, and then told him to stop running and put his hands up. Yeah. Which, again, without, you know, these body cams, you know, they would just be like, yeah, he pulled pulled a gun on us and I shot him. And... Uh, the police union initially said it was uh, it was a justified shooting, but then, of course, through um, court cases and through uh, motions, the uh, the video was was released, and now it's going to the state authorities. But it's California; they love to let their police officers off. So I'll be interested to see where this actually goes. Um, additionally, there is a shooting in Pensacola at a uh, naval base where. A Saudi man who had been training with the um, military at that base uh, killed three people before being killed himself. Uh, there are questions about whether or not this is terrorism or not. Uh, he had made some complaints about uh, instructors who had been belie- nah, who had belittled him, uh, calling him various names. So mm-hmm. you know, there's that's obviously not a reason to shoot someone, but this might not be something as simple as. Um, terrorism, but even if it is terrorism, it's the Saudis, so nothing will happen. Yeah, watch out, Iraq. We might be coming back. Yep. The uh, first thing that happened when Trump heard about this, strangely enough, he didn't call it terrorism, which is weird because that's normally what happens whenever a brown person does something. Mm-hmm. But then you realize he's a Saudi, and you know this guy prays at the altar of the of the Saudi kingdom. They so. gave him that orb, Jonathan. He was Saudi Arabia's first place, uh, first foreign place he visited. Not mm-hmm. not England, not Canada, not Mexico, not any of our strong mm-hmm. allies. Had to go kiss the Saudis' ass. And last but not least, tonight, um, six people are dead in Jersey City after a shooting um, involving uh, police officers after a long standoff. Uh, two of the dead include the gunman. 
Uh, also, uh, one of the dead, including the officer who was killed in the line of duty. Um, officer shootings have been going pretty crazy. Last week, you had the shooting in Florida where a UPS driver mm-hmm. and an innocent bystander were shot when cops opened fire on... 200 rounds, wasn't it? Uh, like over that? 200 rounds. 19 officers shot over 200 rounds. Um, which ridiculous. is absolutely ridiculous, considering they did not clear traffic. They literally, when... And they were using passengers and civilians as shields. I wouldn't say they were using passengers as shields. They were using their... You, okay, I'm sorry. They were using their vehicles, which had passengers in it. Not... I will say this. Um, my biggest issue is, because those who were behind cars... Um, there weren't many passengers. I didn't think in them because that I don't think that was the it, that was the main issue. The main issue was they didn't clear passengers on the opposite side of where their bullets were. That was a problem. Where the police officers had taken had taken um, backups, not the word, but where they took cover. Mm-hmm. That those there weren't people in those vehicles. It's again was the opposite side where they were straight up. You know, they didn't clear the people, so then they're shooting through all these different people. Or through they're shooting into an area not knowing what's on the opposite side. Well you gotta give credit credit we gotta keep the facts the facts. This is and my those point. are the facts. They put people's lives in danger. A hundred percent. There's no denying that. If you wanna it seems semantically to say it's that not, they weren't It's using not semantic. Those they weren't they weren't using those people as shields. Okay. The people who were on the opposite sides were not being shielded by police officers. That is a true statement. Okay, let's move on. Why? Because you're wrong? No, because... Anyways, um, moving on. Hopefully there won't be more shootings this week, but, you know, it's America, so you just have to... But let's get into some entertainment stuff to close out the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you wanted to talk about this very terrible Peloton, which, surprisingly, I did not realize how much damage it has done to this company. Not only that, but I didn't realize this was gonna... It, it blows my mind that it kind of blew up, because I saw the ad... Have you seen the ad? I have seen the ad, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's a weird ad. Whatever. Yeah, me and I too. moved on with my life. Me too. I did not expect it to be like, oh because my. Because I was like, this woman is acting like she's out of shape and like, she's bone skinny, you and, know? And, and I'm like. That was my biggest problem with that ad and really every single fitness yeah. ad. It's just like, you don't show people on your stuff who need it. Right. Like, oh my, she's a fitness model. You wouldn't yeah. buy her that to get her in shape. She's already in shape. Yeah. Like, if it was me or Lizzo on there, yeah, yeah then I'd be like, damn, you see all the weight she did? Or I'd be like, y'all didn't know that Peloton helped Jennifer Hudson go from thick Jennifer Hudson to skinny Jennifer Hudson. That's yeah. a commercial I want to see. But when you show someone who's already got a six-pack and skinny, not yeah. an ounce of, of fat on them. So it, it just blows my mind that this ad has kind of taken gone viral in the worst way possible and it's just like it, it kind of like because i didn't think it was worth talking about but everybody's been talking about it apparently it's, people are saying that it has hurt their stock but i don't know how one ad can hurt your because stock because when your stock loses 10 percent and your stock is worth yeah. billions they lost like 1.15 billion dollars yeah so like that's just funny to me that like this ad i mean they're trying to defend themselves and it's just not working no and I saw an ad. Which another. goes again to you need some diversity in, in your uh, marketplace and mm-hmm. in, in your ad space, and because I'm sure if they, all they had some diversity there, this ad would not have gone. It out. was just all you could tell. This was something that was they did not ask a woman's input. Yeah, which was like all dudes. 
Because literally, they're like, yeah, this ad basically talks how for a year this woman is, her identity is tied to to this Peloton. And, and when I heard people making that complaint, I was like, I don't know. And then I saw the commercial again, and I was like, yep, I see yeah. it. I see it clearly, and I can understand why that would piss people off. Right. You know? Um, so let's talk about some previews real quick. Some yeah. Trailers. Lots of great trailers came out. Uh, Ghostbusters, James Bond, Wonder Woman, Free Guy. Uh, Ghostbusters real quick. Hard pass. It would be if I didn't have to see it instead of Chad. I don't it, want to it's see Stranger this. Things meets Goonies, Goonies meets, meets Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Which yeah. is funny because that's what Stranger Things is. It's almost like we've come full circle on the meta thing. Exactly. You know, because Stranger Things was basically Goonies meets Ghostbusters. So now this Ghostbusters movie is Ghostbusters meets Stranger Things. You know, like... But just listen, here's my problem with these things. If kids are fighting ghosts, the ghosts can't be too deadly. Right. And and another thing is the fact that these ghosts were out in public and people are acting like ghosts don't exist or something. In a world that's already had two Ghostbuster movies. Right. In a world where the Statue of Liberty walked down the street and fought a marshmallow. Yes. I'm sorry, but if vampires were on... If, if vampires were... If we fought a war against vampires... 50 years later, we wouldn't be able to go, oh, vampires are kind of a myth. Yeah. That would change the fabric of the world. That would change everything you know, because everybody would be into ghost science. Because what does that do about theology? You know, we all will... Oh my God, people will be trying to... All these Christians are like, you go to heaven. No, there were ghosts walking down the street. Some of them go to heaven, or maybe some of them don't. People would be trying to to contact ghosts. We'd be trapping (laughs) ghosts and talking to them. Right. What happens to you? We'd be trying to find the oldest ghost to find out what the Founding Fathers really meant. Mm-hmm. You know? Whatever. Anyway, moving on. James Bond. Looks amazing. Yes. Looks great. Looks I feel great. like they are um, going to redeem themselves from Spectre and give us a Skyfall casino ride. I hope so. Like James Bond yeah. movie. He looks great. Uh, the new 007 looks great. Um, but she's not going to be the 007 the whole movie, which kind of takes me out because... I know that eventually she's going to get pushed out or something, and I just hope that they do it good. I don't think necessarily that's true. I think she's going to be a complimentary 007. Not necessarily a he's sidekick, get back but to 007 a... anyway, is what I'm saying. Well, she's a double low. I don't think she's a 007. No, she's, a, she's 007. I thought she had, he asked him, how long have you been a double O? I don't think the previous said, how long have you no, been a No, they said, and, and that was, that's why all the people got mad at the beginning when they first announced the movie. Oh, I know I know that, but like... she's double O seven. I thought they, because I thought the movie producer said they're more than, because just like in Ian Fleming's movies, there are more than double, there's more than one double O. Right, because like like in, um, what was, uh, GoldenEye, uh, Sean Bean is double O nine? Yeah. Well, I mean... But she's double O seven. I don't Cause he, care about that. If she, I don't, but... If she ends up carrying the mantle forward... No, or, no, I'm cool with that. I want her to carry it forward, but I know that if by the end of the movie, he's going to get 007 back. I don't know. I hope they keep playing that whole, like, he's been forgotten. Like when I love the scene where he's, he's like, Bond, and the guy looks at him like, and he's like, James Bond. Like, I hope he... I would love for him to be 008. Or, it doesn't matter. For me, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The preview looks fantastic. Right. I'm in it, doing it. I'm in it. Um, Wonder Woman also looks good. I don't know how they're going Except to explain. the only problem I have with Wonder Woman is a lot, it seems like a lot of, they're redoing a lot of the 
real hits, like her sliding around and. I'm fine with that. that those are her moves. I guess those are her. Those are her moves. You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't have a problem. I like the golden armor. Yep, I like the golden armor. I like the fact that she's using the lasso now more than just as like uh, I'm gonna tie you up or I'm gonna throw something yeah. at you. Like, but I do hate that it's set in '84. I don't. I, I like the fact that they're moving forward with it. It's 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 not moving forward. It is moving forward. You went from the past to the from her when she. But it's still in the past of the other movies. Yeah, but I don't, no one cares about the other movies. We're not getting another Justice League, so you basically just gotta act like those other movies don't exist. Right. But my I, problem is, I guess how are they explain bringing Steve Trevor back? Oh, because he there was an explosion and he went through a wormhole or something. That just. If that's how lazy it is, I'm gonna be real pissed because he's inside of the explosion. He's inside of the plane of the explosion, so like, there's no way he that he could have been. Energy. He got thro- pulled, he got no pulled out. Not trying to hear that. I need to. I need something better than that. And based on the fact that he's again, this will tell how much Batman versus Superman and all those other movies mm-hmm. actually matter because in those movies, he obviously is not alive. That's not true. He's just not mentioned. That doesn't mean he's not. I got alive. you your your photo back. Yeah. He talks about even in Justice League when she when she punches him or whatever. He's like, you know, he talks about how she's been on the sideline because she lost Steve Trevor. Like, I'm sorry, that's uh, I will be waiting with bated breath to see how they explain that shit because I just don't see it happening. Jonathan, we were talking about a group of people who don't care about their own universe. Oh, I know. That's the reason why but I don't saying, mind it being in '84. Yeah. If I just want the reason them it's to... in '84 is because she's the only good ones of the Trinity that's still going in. They said it in the future. And they've got to deal with all the bullshit that they've created. So putting her in 84 can give you a Wonder Woman movie that doesn't deal with all the bullshit. I agree with that, but I also think it gives you the opportunity to erase what's happened. It's not. That's not going to happen. You definitely can do that. Do it with the Flash movie. Yeah. We've well, already talked no, about No, 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 no. They can, but they're not going to do it in the Wonder Woman movie. That's my point. That's okay. the reason why I'm okay with them, because it gives yeah. them a path to then. Right. She can cause something that allows everything else to then mm-hmm. reset. Um, and last but not least, Free Guy, uh, the movie starring Ryan Reynolds, where he is a, uh, video game character who's basically, you know, living his life as a normal character. The guy who gets robbed, the guy who can punch on the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks pretty fantastic. I think it's gonna be funny. Um, and as a gamer, especially a gamer who played many, um, iterations of, uh, Grand Theft Auto, I think it's gonna be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I'll just say this. Ryan Reynolds, I like him, but he is Ryan Reynolds in every. Which, you know, take it for what it is. I think that's why people like it. Right. I mean, it, yeah, take it for what it is. I like it. And I think I that's, like that character. I think that's underrated, too. Like, I think people get mad at actors sometimes because they find their niche. And I'm just like, not everyone's Daniel Day-Lewis who can transform himself. Well, what I, what I, he stays in I don't, his lane. I don't mind that people who lane. stay in their lane because then you get movies. Like, you know what you're getting with Tom Cruise. You know what you're getting with Jason Statham. Or um, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, you know. But I guess the problem I have is when people have found their niche, stay in their lane. That's all they're going to do. But then they try to make material or whatever stretch to try and fit their lane. Like, for instance, Will Smith, I think, does that a lot. Like, I think there are movies where he's miscast because he'll only do certain type of things. You know, that's not what the character warrants. Yeah, I get that, but I feel like that's... Like, like Tom Cruise is that way, too. That's why the Mummy movie was garbage. Because Tom Cruise was like, I'm not going to be the bad guy in this movie. Yeah, even I, though he should have been. I get that, but, like, I don't think that applies to Ryan Reynolds. Right, no, it doesn't. So then why are you talking, why are you talking shit about Ryan Reynolds? I'm not, I'm just saying... You just talk shit. No, I said... I got it on record. 
No, what I said is I don't mind that. I just mind it when people try to make their lane fit what they're doing. I didn't say Ryan Reynolds was doing that. You said you were getting tired of Ryan and he was garbage. No, I said I, there might be a time where I might. I didn't say any of that. You totally did. There's I a time I could get tired with Ryan Reynolds, though. So, like, I do. Like, Deadpool. Like, I don't even know the Deadpool. Movie. I do. I need an X-Force movie. Um, not only that. I think you just got to give people a chance to make the decision. Like, I'm hoping that Ryan Reynolds will pull a Chris Evans. That's not going to happen. Why not? He, he was great he in Emmy, though. He does not have the ch- chops to be Chris you Evans. You used to say that. You used to say that about him when he was Van Wilder. And then, then Emmy Bill Carr came out and you started putting respect on that man saying, I did. No and then reason. he went back to Van Wilder. There's, he's going to go back to Van Wilder. There's no reason that he can't He perfected do that. Van Wilder. Right. Probably not all that different I, from Deadpool. Yes, it is. Well... Yes, it is. I have to go back and watch Van Wilder. Yeah, that. I was gonna say. I really think you haven't seen that movie in a long time. But uh, anyway, inflammatory stuff. Inflammatory. Um, we're caught up on the Mandalorian. It's awesome. I hope you guys are all watching it. Yeah. Um, Ming Na Wen was in the last one. Uh, Agent May from uh, Shield. Agents of Shield. I love her. She's so good. I mean, she was all right. Um. But again, the casting's great. The action's great. The last two episodes have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Episode four is the best episode we've done so far. Which one was four? Gina Carano. Yeah, That's no, the best. the best. I like the Jawas one. Uh, that one was pretty good, but it's. I think the Carano one was a better all-around episode. It was very tropey for a western, though. Yeah, so it's the point. I suppose. I do like Gina. Carano. It's basically the Magnificent Seven, but right. Two. Right, exactly. Yeah, but that's exactly. The point. That's why it's so good. Yeah. Um. Last but not least, we watched Ready or Not last night. Oh, I watched it. Let's watch the end of it. He had already seen it. Um. That movie was garbage. It was dark garbage. It was good. I liked it. The movie's a four. You can half. listen to our review. You on, should go on, on Cinema Chat. Cinema Chat. Yeah. Go and listen to you that. You might be on the Patreon though. Well, then you need to start doing five dollars. Yeah. I've said this already, and I'll say this again on all my podcasts. Five dollars. It's less than a combo meal. And it's fully worth it because we've got like 50 some odd episodes. Yeah, think, something like that. get that. There's, there's some good stuff in there. There's, there's lots really of good. There's stuff. literally something for everyone, yeah. whether it's Mount Rushmore's, whether it's the listener profiles, mm-hmm. whether it's just the Our movies movie themselves. Shameless. Yeah, like there's lots of good stuff. Get on that Cinema Chat podcast Patreon feed. Especially if you're already listening to this show, you're probably mm-hmm. a part of the community as it is. Um, But I, it, it made me want to think what... In your opinion, what is the best horror movie of 2019? We're going to be doing some end of the year stuff, but... Oh, you can't spring that on me. Uh, it's going to be Midsummer. Midsummer is fucking excellent. I'm sorry. Midsummer was a beautiful movie. It was predictable. And it, literally, if you watch... You keep saying it was predictable like that's a bad thing. The point was the journey. And it was not the destination. You knew where it was coming, yes, but sure. to watch the them, journey when you to watch you know, them go stops. down that thing was amazing. All the it was amazing to watch and yeah. behold. Yeah, it was. By the end of this, I wish it, I wish you could have been there when I watched it. Becky was like, Becky, my wife was like, "What is this movie about?" And I literally told her the end, and then she sat and watched the rest of it, and then all fell laid out. Right, that's how you say that. Like that, it a wasn't bad a good thing. movie. It was not a good movie. I don't want to watch a movie where I know what's going to happen, and it's just I like told you. And that's a problem with some movies, There's some movies where Please it's all, another it's movie all like about that. the destination, Please? and some movies where it's all about the journey. 
And that's a movie where it was about the journey. It wasn't about the journey. It was about being pretentious. And, it wasn't pretentious. And using beautiful imagery to it cover up a, a lackluster. There's nothing scary about the movie. It was a scary movie in broad daylight. And that's hard to do. And it's, they made it work. No, they didn't. You know what the problem is? That movie is a step above the witch. Two steps above it came at night. Like okay, that, you know like what? just boring stuff that you know was going to happen. Remember when it came at night, it happened, and you just knew, spoiler alert, that the family was going to end up killing that family they found, and that you knew the boy was out, the son was sick, and that he was the one who went outside and got sick. That's basically Midsummer, but prettier and outside. No, it's not That's what that movie was. Uh, for me, my the best horror movie of 2019 for me was Us. There were actually moments that were scary. Okay. There were actually moments that were suspenseful. This was not a... Uh, us was a good movie. Uh, and it was definitely better than Midsummer. Uh, Midsummer, I think, is, again, the wedding crashers of this year's horror film where people hype it so much that they can't admit how bad of a movie it is. But the good thing is, just like um, Wedding Crashers, three years from now, we'll get to see everyone admit how bad of a movie but Last but not least, uh, just one story that came from the internet. It came from the internet. No hero or asshat this week. There are plenty to choose from, but I was on Twitter following the Yo is Just Racist um, uh, Twitter feed, and there was this post of this organization called Black Folks Camp 2. Now, I thought this must be something about, like, a black person who's like, you know, I'm outdoorsy, I want to get more of my people out. But every single photo I find in that shit are just a whole bunch of white people. So then I thought, this must be a trolling joke that someone made up, like spot a black person in the woods or something like that. No, 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 This is a group of people whose purpose is to reach out to black and brown people to show them that they can camp in the woods without fear. That's just about their tagline. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm not that far off. It is absolutely insane. I don't even know. Like I'm not even offended. I'm just shocked. Well, I mean, if that's the thing, is to outreach to get, I don't know if I want to have a phone for necessarily. This is some get out shit. Because here's the thing. I don't got a problem with my friends, whether they're white, Asian, black, black people whatever. Black people don't think camping is a, is, camping is not, camping in the black community is I a white get it. thing. I get it. It's seen as a white thing. But what would you do if a group of white strangers had a booth and were like, oh, excuse me, random black person, would you like to come camp in the woods with us? Why don't you just ask me to get on a boat with you? That's some scary movie shit. As a matter of fact, someone ought to be writing a scary movie about this. Because that basically is what that is. I don't know about that. Deliverance for for black people. Because, I mean, there are always outreaches to get people of color to do things that they're not necessarily culturally something they wouldn't be able to do. Or, you know, like, you know, like, I mean... Gymnastics. That's not a black thing. But, you know, you have people outreaching to get kids in gymnastics. Gymnastics is not that. I don't, I think that's different. Gymnastics isn't, um, uh, yes, it's a white thing, but it's a rich person. Exactly. Yeah, but that's different. They're not going into it's, the inner city it's looking not, for black people. It's camping different. is not necessary. Camping is cheap, bro. Camping can be cheap if you, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. Yes, it is. All you need is a tent. That's the one thing, and that's the reason why I lean on this. Like, I think about trying new, um, uh, to talk all about you need, All you need is a tent, yes, but you also need, you need gear, you, you need food gear, you know, cooking gear and things like that. Yeah, you could go out there with just a tent, 
But you're not going to have that good of a time with you just You need a tent. a tent, a sleeping bag, and food that you can cook on a, either over a fire right. or on a small grill. That's not expensive. But you it still, costs you more to go to the beach than it does to go camping. Right, but you still need people to take you out to those places. There aren't buses going out to campsites. Depends on what state you're in. And not to mention, it's underrated the amount of black and brown people who actually go camping. Lots of people think that black people don't do that. That's that's a trope. I There are tons of people. I think about, it's about where you're at. People in Charlotte don't go camping in general. And the most people who do go to Charlotte. That's not true. Yeah, it's an urban, it's, yeah, it is. People go sh- camping a lot in Charlotte. There's a lot of people, a lot of people go camping in the South. What are you talking That's about? That's my point. But also a lot of black people go camping in the South. A lot of b- black people go camping in Texas. The idea, there are lots of places where people don't do that. But there are huge slots of black and brown people who go camping. They don't need a all white group introducing them to some like, I'm, I'm telling you, this is some black people getting kidnapped shit. I will stand by that. I don't, I don't have a... I would have to see what their outreach actually looked like. But on paper, like, I get it. Because, like, when I go hiking and stuff and I see other black people, we're elated to see each other. Because it's not something that we do. You know how many times my black friends were like, you go camp, you go hiking, you do, you know? Yeah, but you also got to look at your black, okay, black John. friends. Okay, John. I'm ser- You're talking about the black friends who went to Australia and, and played Uno in their hotel, and you want to talk about me as if I'm the person who's being an asshole? Look at the class of your black friends. Because okay. you know what? Aranda goes camping and hiking. Why? But you class. have to admit that we are outliers on that, and you won't admit that. We're not as big of outliers as you think we are. You're acting as if 1% of black people go camping, and that's just not true. Yes, there are tons of people who, because of profits, like, yeah, if you grow up in inner city Los Angeles, Jonathan, you probably don't go what camping. What percentage of black people versus white people do you think? Well, of course, if you pose it in that one, of course your argument works. But I'm saying nationwide, if you look at black people, I bet you think 1% goes camping. When in truth, the number of black people who throughout their upbringing have gone camping, so I bet it's close to 30, 40%. I doubt that. Because the people I went to college with, the people I know, Okay. Go camping. I went camping six, seven times when I was in college. It's all black people all the time because country folk do that. Okay. If you're in an area where it's easy to do it, then yeah, you're going to do it. But if you live in an urban center, yeah, if you're in Baltimore. and Which is why it's a thing because most black people are in urban centers. Okay, right. This has been a good show, guys. Um, we want to thank you for listening. If you know black people who go camping... Whether they live in an urban center or not, let us know. Um, that would be an interesting poll we should put up on, on Brother Brother. The only problem is we'll get trolls, but it would be interesting to find out how many black people actually go camping or like camping. I guess the question is, what would you count as an av- as a camper or a hiker or whatever? Because, again, around here, I've gone hiking up in New Hampshire and I see it's strange during the summer, seeing black people in New Hampshire as it is. Because, no, not hiking. I'm just saying camping. How many, like, if you're a black person, do you go camping at least once a year? I don't go camping. But I would think that that makes you an avid camper at least once a year. I think I would rather know people who have camping experience versus who go camping. But that's my point, though. I mean, yeah, it, 
Okay, if you're saying is that 30, 40% have gone camping once in their lifetime, yeah, I'm I would saying, believe that. I'm not saying once in their I'm lifetime. I'm talking about on a regular basis. Well, no, that's different. Because I, I think there are, I mean, I would say the majority of white people don't go camping. I'm not saying the majority of white people go camping. What I'm saying is... I don't know what you're saying. The, per capita, the, I would say that per capita, avid or once a year campers for black people is probably about 1% or 2%. I would not be even be surprised by 5%. But for, like, white people, I would bet per capita it's closer to 10 15%. I would. I bet it, if you look at the number of white people who go camping once a year, especially if you eliminate or people you know with what? families. Or you know what I'm saying? I bet the percentage of people who go camping a year is about, for people, for black people, I would say is about... 10-15%. Now the whole argument's changed. We're going to have to think about yes. this. We're going to think about writing this poll. Because, I don't know, I think about the white people I know and I can offhand maybe pick five people who went to you. Who I know legitimately go camping. Well then maybe the question is just have you gone camping? If you're black how many times have you gone camping? Like one to five more than, like five to ten more than ten times and then never. Yeah, that's a good four good options. Although I would say one to three, three to five. But no, because you can only do four options. Right. right. You can do five options. I'd say one to three, three to five, five to seven, seven to ten. No, because that would be something that I'd, I'd like to know how many people did it three times and were like enough, or never camped uh, once or twice growing up, and then maybe camping regularly, camping often, like every couple of years or something like mm-hmm. that in regular camp, like once more than once a year. Once a year or more. We'll iron it out and we'll post it and we'll get you back and we'll get back to you guys on a future episode on mm-hmm. uh camp because I'd like to run that poll a few times, put it on Facebook to get some Because I some, would so. bet you're gonna get some people like, yeah, I camped once or twice growing up or something or, or you know the majority is gonna be never and once or twice. That's. I feel like this would be a hard thing because you'll have to. You have to trust that the people who are responding are actually people of color. But not only that, I would need to see it compared to like white group to see that as well. Because I know a lot of I know a lot of white friends who. Well, then you could do both polls at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Something to think about. Yes. Um. Okay. Well, this has been a great episode. Um. We'll get back to you again on that whole camping thing. Maybe we run it, maybe we don't. But either way, as we always like to say, speak your truth. Tell your story. And stay woke!